Welcome to Don't Just Learn, Create, Business Building for Mavericks. This is the Exploring Wild Ideas series, where my guests share an idea they can't get out of their mind, something they'd love to create for their business if they just knew if and how to move forward. Together we explore it and flesh it out to give it enough shape for the way ahead to become obvious. If you have an idea like that and would love to play, go to ankeherman.com forward slash wild ideas. That's A-N-K-E-H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N.com forward slash wild ideas to get all the details. My guest for this episode is a senior project manager in IT and business projects working in Sweden. She's been a Toastmaster for over 25 years and helped to get Toastmasters going in Europe. She's also a certified coach and weaves in coaching, training and project managing in most things she does. Welcome, Elizabeth Nostedt. Hello, Elizabeth. Lovely to have you here and thanks so much for playing. Oh, thanks, Enki. Uh, it's always more fun to play than it is to work, isn't it? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yes, and and I think yeah, creativity is a game, and um, and I think when we take it like that, it actually opens doors. So hmm. I'm of course curious. What's your wild idea? What would you like to talk about? Uh, well, I guess it's an idea that I've had for uh, a long time, and sometimes it grows bigger, and sometimes it's like, oh my God, no, I'm done with that. <laughs> so, but I, but I would like to explore it again, um, just because you know time changes things as well. Uh, so, for many years, I've been in Toastmasters, and mm -hmm. this is an organization to help people improve their speaking skills, listening skills, and leadership skills. And early on in the game, then people were telling me I was giving such great presentations and I should become a professional speaker and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. so maybe it was a bit of ego getting in my way or something. Um, mm -hmm. But I did actually work for a two-year period on building up a company to because I was both speaking, like getting getting um, uh, whatever I want to say it, where people said, "Oh well, we want you to come as a speaker," and then yes. I was also coaching a lot of people in being better speakers. Mm -hmm. And then when the economy started going bad, then my husband started freaking out, and it's like, oh, "No, you've got to have you know a solid income coming in." So, so I let it go, and then mm -hmm. I haven't haven't really got back to it, and and I'm you know exploring it again. Mm. What 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 is it that that draws you towards it? What is it that that you love most about that? I think it's because so I enjoy being with an audience. I enjoy. Um, having interaction with the audience and um, really getting the audience excited or interested in whatever I'm speaking about. So it's, 
yeah, it's either having an idea that's interesting to explore with the audience or an idea that I think is great. And then I think it's worth sharing a little bit, maybe like a TED talk, right? An yeah, idea worth yeah, sharing. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. And so if you, if you got invited to do a TED talk tomorrow, what would you talk about? That's where I get stuck. <laughs> um, so, so generally what I found, for instance, in, in the city where I live then, um, for instance, in the last session, then I was coaching a speaker but they had a really different or interesting theme. Not that I remember what it was now. Uh, and it's like, oh, well, I can't say I have anything to speak about in that kind of area. So where I, I'm, I'm often discounting myself and my ideas. It's like, oh, well, would others really be interested in that? I think everybody has that hurt to an extent because I think we are so in our own story. Like we know ourselves and our stories. And it, I have, I get that a lot with the whole East German thing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I'm so over it. And people are endlessly fascinated by it. You know, so it's like, <laughs> what's boring to you might be super. So, so when you were actually doing that, you know, when you were speaking and you were coaching other people and when you're really involved in that, what would you talk about then? What was the, what were the kind of topics where you really felt connected to your audience? Well, that's where I think I've sort of gone by that, I think. Um, but I mean, some of the things I was talking about is, well, how to be a better speaker or how to overcome fear of speaking uh, and, and there were, you know, there were enough people around who, you know, wanted to know either the group of yes. people who were totally afraid of speaking or the group of people who said, oh, well, you know, there's more I can do. I can be better. Hmm. Uh, there was that. And then I'm sure I added in lots of other, lots of other ideas because, um, I don't like to speak about the same thing over and over again, a lot of times. Hmm. Um, and so, so nowadays I'm doing a lot more in the coaching area. And so, you know, ideas related to coaching are appealing to me now, but as well aspects of, um, I've just read a few really interesting books. One of them related to, uh, how to, f you know, how to get your employees, no, I'm not going to say it in a good way, but so your employees feel valued mm -hmm. um, and, and it ties very well to if, in case you've read the book, the five love languages mm -hmm. where each, each of us has our own way that we would yes. like to be told, you know, I love you. Yes. And so this relates to how employees would like to be shown or told how they're appreciated for what they're doing. And it's just, so that, that one really um, resonated with me. And, yeah. and I, you know, I felt I could go out speaking about it as well. Now I'm also doing a lot more related to leadership and, um, but, but it's such a wide area. So, so I either get really way too big or I discount, uh, you know, no 50 other people are speaking about that. So why should I?
yeah, but nobody speaks about it like you do. And I think that what you were just saying, how people feel valued in an organization, you know, that, that caught my attention because I could see how it's interesting from a, like a human perspective and in the context of those five love languages, it's, it's interesting from that personal kind of, you know, because you, everybody, you kind of think, well, oh yeah, I remember I was an employee, you know, and I remember that some, in some places you felt comfortable and others you thought like, well, whatever. Or you but, felt valued because, yeah. because they, they recognized something within you and they appreciated you for whatever that was. Absolutely. And the funny thing is that initially, and I think most companies always think about like, first thing they think of is money. You know, and I think most people, for most people, and there's also this, um, this uh, what's it called, the undercover boss TV program thing. You know, and when and it's always about that in the end. And people are like, yeah, whatever the money, like, yeah, but but feeling recognized, feeling seen, that's what people care about. And so I think if that is, if 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 you can bring new awareness to the options there to a company, that's huge. You know, there's a huge benefit for them. I can easily see how a company would would pay you for that. Yeah, I mean, this is this is sort of the direction I'm going in. Mm. Um, yeah, quite often, what a company will do, well, they'll say, "Oh, well, we'll give you uh, tickets to the cinema," or <laughs> or you know, come on this. Yeah, come on the stage at the Christmas party, and we'll you know, give you a certificate about you've been the employee of the year. Like, you can Whoa. see that they quite clearly need your talk then. <laughs> because yeah. they don't know how to appreciate people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's fun. That's almost a funny one, isn't it? Yeah. Well, and, and that's probably a way to put it across now that you're saying it is to do with humor. Mm. because I, I, I am sure if I spoke to five people, I could come up with five humorous stories related to it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If not more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's that, um, yeah, you can easily collect, collect stories. Mm. I mean, you know, that would be actually quite an interesting experiment, you know, to actually document you know, proposing the topic to people and see, like, to come to organizations and and document the reactions. I think that would be a talk in itself. So not just the reactions, now that you say it, but document what they're currently using for appreciation. Yeah. And how it's working. Yeah. Well, they, they probably don't know. They probably just think, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah, we, we gave them a certificate, so aren't they glad? Yeah. Oh, did they leave the company? Strange. Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah. And because at the end of the day, like it's it it comes down to the bottom line and that's I think where organizations will will listen because staff turnover is a is a big thing. Yeah. You know, and that affects like that impacts staff turnover like in an absolutely straight direct way. If a company can get away from the silly employee of the month and certificate BS, you know, and find more interesting and accepted ways where people actually feel valued, 
Mm. You know. Well, and, and there will be the people who will love to have the employee of the month or their certificate or whatever, because that's their appreciation language. Yeah. But uh, so, so what there is, is there is a, a method mm. where, um, say, a department or something at work could uh, carry out the little survey with their employees and then find out, oh, that each person in the department has a different method that um, that's their appreciation, the way they'd like to be yes. appreciated. Yeah. Well, maybe I should be building on this one. It's, I mean, because you, you like, for you, it isn't really like you are in the, in the corporate world. So you, you, like, it's not, say, if I wanted to do what you're just describing and I'm like, oh, where would I, like, who would I even talk to? Mm -hmm. But you've got that, haven't you? Yeah, I have a, a corporate background behind me as well. So, um, so I mean, you would like if you were to say you wanted to do an experiment like that, hmm. would you would you know who you can contact to say, hey, you know, I've got this idea. Let's, you know, yeah, collect some data. Yeah, when I when I think of the different companies that where I know people, then mm -hmm. uh, I could always do you know trial runs in the different companies and gather the statistics. Because hmm? mm -hmm. if you know people, you know, then you wouldn't really be much of a bother if you weren't around and you know spoke to people and you know people have consultants come in and you know, but if you could build up like almost like a database of you know this is what people actually this is how people actually want to be valued and this is what companies are offering and yeah. show the gap yeah yeah you're using some keywords there show the gap mm. yeah. because i i would i mean when i think back you know <laughs> to my corporate days you know the gap's often pretty big you know yeah and that's the company, they are the companies where staff turnover is high, mm. you know, where you go and, and you get offered another job and, and you're off. You don't even think twice. Yeah. Would it uh, interrupt the, the recording here too much if I asked you what you worked at? Oh, doesn't, doesn't interrupt at all. No, I, I, well, I, <laughs> yeah, well, I started off as a, like my first job was like a, I started off as a translator and then oh. I went into software development and I was a programmer software developer for a lot of years. And so working in small companies and big companies and, and um, so yeah, in the tech tech sector. Well, I mean, that's huge nowadays. Mm. <laughs> they're, they're, they're crying out for more software developers. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's, it's funny because, I mean, I left the IT industry and I got kind of tired of it because there wasn't really like all the, all the opportunities were in the direction of project management, you know, yeah. and yeah. I'm a geek. I don't want to sit in meetings all day. So that wasn't my thing. But um, yeah, so that, that whole, it, it just really brings back 
the different experiences in different organizations where sometimes where you think, well, I'm so comfortable here, you know, the environment and, and the flexibility and, and things where you really felt valued and it doesn't, and then it wouldn't matter if some recruiter would call and say, Hey, I've got a better job. For, I've got a job for you. And you'd go, nah, I'm not interested. You know, whereas in other places, you'd, you'd like you'd immediately you you you'd go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's actually even interesting from the from the employees' point of view because I think it's not something you usually consciously think about. Not consciously until until you're so dissatisfied, then exactly. you start to think about why you're dissatisfied. Yeah, because you can come at it from a different ang- from that different angle as well to make employees more aware of it so that they can ask for what they need. Exactly. So so, so really there's a lot in there, is there? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so in the end or or as the process goes along the employees would answer the survey of the different questions that says how they prefer to be appreciated. Mm. And then the, the man, they themselves would see the answer. Oh yes. Well, yes, this is the way I like to be appreciated. And then the manager of the department where those employees are would also see that. Oh yeah. Well, okay. Well, Mary would prefer the certificate, but John would like (laughs) something else. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Public public recognition in front of his peers. Yeah. As an example. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it is it'd be very interesting to to also, you know, to to see what comes up because what comes what jumps up for me, it, like what I always know that I'm most valued was like flexibility, you know? Hmm. You know, like I don't mind staying late or coming in on a weekend to finish a project or whatever, but please don't look at your clock when I want to go away for a long weekend and want to leave early on a Friday, you know? Mm -hmm. So that flexibility that it works both ways, you know? And, And that actually even gets into the bigger area, which is what you value. Mm. not necessarily how you want to be appreciated to me that's sort of one side but it's what you value and was your you know managing um manager realizing that about you and maybe not they just saw the girl who wanted to go away on a lot of weekends and and didn't see that she put in a lot of hours uh during the week yeah Mm. yeah and I mean, so, that could even enters in the whole recruitment process. Yeah. Because I, I like, I'm just sort of thinking of this on, on LinkedIn is like, I've got several contacts who work in that area and they really pushing to do things in a different way, you know, and, and to, to make the interviewing and recruitment process more, more, fair and more effective and you know less frustrating for all involved and so that my could well be a part of that as well because if you know that the company values certain things you know make sure you get people in there who value that who have those same values and i don't like i've never been in an interview where that's been talked about 
Probably not. They, they'll ask you a few things like, oh yeah, well, can you work overtime or that? But that probably doesn't come out that, um, yeah, but you want flexibility in other parts, not just doing overtime. Mm. So yeah, it could be part of recruitment as well, because, because then in the recruitment process, the, the department that's hiring somebody should should know who the who the people are that they're planning to hire and how they would fit in and this would be a couple of the values on the scale of the type of person that they would be wanting to bring in absolutely yeah so that they know because if if, if the values are in line then you know the person fits in better and no you know there isn't that resentment that builds up because it builds up slowly sort of in the background as you said before it's like it doesn't usually don't think about it until it annoys the heck out of you mm. or other people become apathetic so there's yeah. the, the part where you get annoyed or the part where you become apathetic yeah mm. i think it's it's i mean <laughs> i don't know it's a fascinating topic that mm. that i could definitely see that you can come at from a lot of different angles yeah so even an additional angle as as i was you know reading and getting more into it is that um there are different cultural uh cultural differences in mm. how people like to be appreciated oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I mean, if, if you just look at the IT world, I'm, I'm sure you had it where um, uh, you were many different nationalities working together on yes. projects or whatever. Absolutely. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, so did the, did the guys in India have the same way of being appreciated as the guys in France or Germany or Spain? Yeah. No. No, no. Yeah. No, no, we know that. <laughs> we know we're not on the on the same wavelength yeah it's it's yeah you, you <laughs> i'm just laughing because it's like oh god you know outsourcing projects you know you just mentioned that someone and everybody rolls their eyes and like oh god <laughs> it's you know it's it's it reminds me i had somebody on 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 my passion business podcast his whole he he does uh cult like culture matters you know that's his that's his website culturematters.com and he's it's he's consulting on intercultural differences to make help people understand each other hmm. you know yeah so i think sort of a little research project like to come into companies and collect collect data yeah would be a really interesting first step and then to see what you find you know because that with that, you can approach companies and say, well, actually, you know, this is what's going on and this is what I suggest. Yeah. So, so the, the people who originated this have, have collected the research, but to me, this would be a way of, of getting into the company to, mm. um, well, to collect the data about them because exactly. then, then I'm going to present them with the information related to the people that we've researched yeah oh this sounds this sounds more exciting after i discuss it more yeah because i think there's just so much so many different directions that can go in you know and if you had like um 
sort of a guinea pig kind of, you know, pilot project where you could talk to, you know, like do the research and basically talk to the employees, talk to the manager and come up with, you know, show them the gap and come up with a solution. And if you can demonstrate that that impacts their staff turnover, that's big money. Or, I mean, it's it's more than staff turnover. It is also a bottom line. Exactly. And I think staff turnover, it's like, yeah, when you think about how much time and effort and money it costs to kind of have to replace staff, you know, yeah. that, that, that there's a, a lot of money in there, yeah. a lot of money involved, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's definitely... Oh, and then, see. and then there's the side that you said that is the uh, it's the recruiting again. So, mm. so you've you as a department have lost a bunch of people. So let's ensure that you are going to recruit exactly. the right people. Yeah. So that you can manage to keep them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. And so, and I mean, the thing is that if we if we because that almost sounds like consulting, which you could do, you yes. know, but yeah. at the same time. If you have this body of information and this idea of how to improve the situation, you know, you can go to, I don't know, chambers of commerce or or like conferences to actually present that. Like that's where you then, you know, where the speaking comes in. If you Mm -hmm. go and take that to a, a bigger platform where you don't speak to one company, but you present it to, you know, multiple yeah, multiple at conferences and things like that. And maybe there's your TED oh. Talk too. And there's the TED Talk. There's the TED Talk. <laughs> In how many minutes is it? 14 minutes or something? 18? Yeah, 18, 18 minutes, yes. Yeah. yeah, condense your life into 18 minutes. Yeah. Condense your idea into 18 minutes. Yeah, yes. which my, I think it's always, you know, it's, it's like with writing, you know, it makes it more powerful. You have to choose carefully the examples. And so, I mean, that, yeah, I mean, there's the TED Talk for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, this, this, this sounds good. How come we didn't speak six months ago? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know each other six months ago. <laughs> no, we didn't, yeah. So, so there was a, do you know the word serendipity? Yes. Yeah. So I love the word. Yeah. So we had to meet in Laurie's group to go on and find the serendipity here. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I think we're coming close to our half hour. Is there anything we say to round it up? Well, what, what's the next step for you? What's one tiny step you can take? Good coaching rolling. question. Yeah. Exactly. Couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, in fact, I have two because they came into my mind. And, and that is I'm going to write a list of companies that I could approach because oh, yeah. I have a bunch. But also because I don't have the, the rights to this program, Mm-hmm. I'm going to start researching the rights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. 
Mm. Because, because, I mean, as soon as I read it, as soon as I picked up on it, it's like, yes, mm. this is needed. So that makes sense. Yeah. And it fits in like, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. And it really, you know, what I, what keeps, what keeps coming back to my mind and I think, like, yeah. so, sorry to the listeners, probably won't make sense to you, but you remember the power of three session or the drawing and out, whatever exercise we did where you, like the drawing, you yes. were speaking. You remember? Yes. yes. Yep. Oh, yeah. When, when are we going to have another one of those? Maybe I have to hmm. let this come together again. But, but I mean, already just talking like this, right? We've thrown together a lot of different ideas. Yeah, it seems to kind of crystallize. You know, I think there's so something emerging in in the sand. Like there's a pattern emerging. There's something coming through that makes makes it tangible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you I, so I much. I think I think you've become my new person to go to to bounce ideas off of. Oh, wonderful! Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, I like to do it too. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much. I would love to, I will check in with you. I don't know, maybe in a couple of months, three months, whatever, to give you a bit of time to, to do something and see where you're at with it. And, yes. yeah, you know, do. Yeah. if a follow up episode makes sense then we'll, we'll do that, but we'll see how, yeah, that's just, um, <laughs> I think that kind of puts, it brings it more into the, into, into the world. Like I always say, like, it's amazing what you can get done when you know somebody's going to ask you about it. <laughs> and i will and i will ask you yeah please do hmm? or else you'll suddenly start seeing on on facebook or whatever I'll, or i'll be going out to everybody to say like my page you know like exactly here. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much that was lots of fun and yeah amazing uh, yeah. what can be done in half an hour super exactly exactly i really appreciate it thanks a thank lot thank you thank you hmm? Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you have an idea you'd love to explore, go to ankerherman.com forward slash wild ideas. That's A-N-K-E-H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N.com forward slash wild ideas to get all the details.